listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 30th of May 2022. Uh, Later, Baby Formula, a huge deal made with an Australian company and the US. But first to AGL and its split, which has been scrapped. The company withdrawing today plans to split it into two, basically a green retailer and another company which would be or house its power generators, including its coal assets. It comes, of course, as the Atlassian co-founder Mike Cannon-Brooks built a 11.3% stake in AGL. So for more, Don Vukovic spoke with Adrian Atkins from Morningstar to find out. Why was the board, AGL board, pushing ahead with this uh, demerger so strongly? Uh, What were the benefits that it thought it would have for shareholders and the company as a whole? Uh, Well, they had a range of benefits but I think the key ones were that it would um, it would keep the banks on side so banks have said publicly that they don't want to lend to coal power stations going forward um, so to keep them on side AGL's plan was to spin off the um, the retail business and the generation business the retail business would take most of the debt and that would keep the lenders happy so I think that was the key reason a secondary reason for me at least was that it would also make the business more attractive for a takeover we could see some better takeover offers than we've already seen. Uh, was there a sense of panic? Uh, what do you think, think the feeling is, I guess, inside the company at the moment? Well, I think disappointment. You know, um, I think they had a good plan. They had a good solution to the, to the troubles that they were in and, and not to get the support of shareholders, at least enough shareholders, really um, puts them back to square one. Um, like I said, they've got to try and find a way to keep their lenders happy. They've got enough um, undrawn debt facilities to last for at least a few months. So they've got time to, to work out a solution. But I think those solutions are going to be coming less attractive. For instance, I think they're probably going to try and sell the, um, the coal-fired power stations. And the question is, will they get a decent price for those assets? You know, Despite them having a, a very good profit outlook, I think a lot of um, investors will just stay away just because of the ESG risks. And I guess, is this arguably a victory for Mike Cannon-Brooks? He's obviously been opposed to the plan. And from his company's latest statement, it's, he's claiming, or it's claiming that it will seek more boardroom representation in the reshuffle in the months ahead. What's this likely to mean for the shape of the boardroom going ahead and the future of the company itself? Yeah, I think it is a big win for Mike Cannon-Brooks. Um, AGL said that they've... They're going to be taking on new board members, so um, he may well get a representative there. Um, so the business, it, I guess it is going to go through even more change over the next um, few months and, and emerge a, a new entity. And I guess uh, what does that mean for the company's future going ahead and for its shareholders? Are, are we likely to see lower dividends, lower profits? Yes, I think so. Um my expectations at this point in time is that the, the generation business will be very profitable over the next few years. You can see, you know, the, the global energy crisis has fallen on our shores now. We've got very high prices for wholesale gas and wholesale electricity. That's going to flow through to retail prices and that will flow through to AGL's earnings with the lag. But if they sell those um, coal-fired power stations probably cheaply, then they're not going to get that benefit. Someone else is going to get that benefit.
Dom Vukovic there speaking with Adrian Atkins from Morningstar. Now, AGL shares fell 1.7% today. They were down a lot more earlier in the session but recovered a little bit. But it came on a day where the broader market did pretty well. The S&P ASX 200 up 1.5%, closing at 7,286. For more on the day's action, including some more analysis on AGL and what next for Mike Cannon-Brooks, I spoke earlier with Alex Bacoulis from Harper Bernays. Ricardo, yeah, the market's up around 1.2% today. It's driven by a lot of the growth names, including tech, and it's really a follow-on from what we saw in the US uh, last week, which is growth stocks starting to perform better, mainly because concerns around interest rates rising are just starting to reduce a little bit from the very lofty concerns around that that we've had over the last few months. Still, as you mentioned, interest rates are rising, though. We're in this higher inflationary environment. Where do you see the opportunities? Yeah, look, there's no doubt that is the environment that we're still in. Um, the key opportunities that we're looking for are in areas that aren't exposed, um, negatively exposed to those rising interest rates. And, and in particular, they're um, things that aren't ex negatively exposed to a slowing consumer. You're already starting to see the impact of um, some higher mortgage rates flowing through into the property market, particularly in the US, less so in Australia. And so that's the thing to be aware of when looking for opportunities. We also think there are some great value opportunities at the moment in some of the growth stocks that have come off a long way. I'd include in that names like Seek, Car Sales and Zero. Can we focus in on our two of the corporate stories of the day? I think the big one, AGL Energy, scrapping its planned demerger. What do you make of it? Because shares have recovered from the low point earlier in the day when the announcement was made. And, and what do you make of Mike Cannon-Brooks, given that he's basically the largest shareholder at AGL and what he now is up for? Sure. So, so really what's happened here is there was enough opposition to that demerger that they weren't going to get the 75% vote needed. And in particular, the opposition was Cannon-Brooks with over 11% shareholding. So almost half of that um, 25% that was needed to block it for to not go ahead, he, he controlled and he was in opposition to it. The, the opposition was really around saying this company is better off as one company to manage a transition um, to a more green environment and away from coal. I, I think that may or may not be the case. I, I think what's reasonably clear is it was better for Canon Brooks to control the outcome of AGL if it was left as one entity. So there is a little bit of self-interest playing out here, but I certainly think that it might be the case that the company can manage that transition better as one company. From here, there's a fair bit of uncertainty. The CEO and chairman have stepped down. I think there is a chance that Cannonbrooks comes back uh, with a partner possibly to bid for AGL again, but there is an uncertain um, path here for the next few months. Given that, though, what do you think it says about the way shareholders are now viewing the importance of going green or green credentials from companies generally? And is, this, uh, is there a big shift going on? Is this becoming in more demand? Oh, there's no question there's a big shift happening uh, on this at the moment, Ricardo. And, and the key to this shift is it's all about being able to go green on the one hand, but then also generate strong returns at the same time. And previously, the narrative was, you know, go green, but it might be at the cost of returns. That's changed. It's now go green because you can, you can benefit financially or economically from it as well. And there's a lot of studies um, that have been done showing that, you know, being green and being ESG friendly is a is a better way of driving long-term shareholder value uh, than than not being that way.
So for investors, are there opportunities for approaching these types of companies or this trend of going green? Yeah, look, no doubt there are. And I would say actually there's two types of opportunities here. One is the opportunities that that benefit to in, in helping that green shift lithium companies as an example or renewables um, infrastructure construction companies might be another example on the other side there is also a benefit over the transition period to some of the incumbents look at the coal price at the moment it's exceptionally elevated Um, agl themselves benefited a few years ago when there were some coal-fired power plant shutdowns and wholesale electricity prices spiked as a result of that so some of the incumbents benefit over that transition period as well. Finally, the other big uh, story today in the corporate world, Bubs Australia, a huge contract with the, the US to provide infant formula. It pushed up shares of similar companies today as well, didn't it? Yeah, it did. So they've signed a contract to send more than a million baby formula tins over to the US. The US have got an extreme shortage at the moment of baby formula um, because of the closure of of one of their uh, major factories there. A week ago, Nestle also agreed to ship formula to the US. And this announcement by Bubs today has also pushed up A2 milk shares by by over 10%. Alex Bakoulos there from Harper Bernays. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.